This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. This one on a Friday morning. We are easy like, well, not Sunday morning, but Friday morning here on the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer joined by BOL recruiting analyst, Mr. Hank South. And Hank, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, Travis. How are you? Well, we got the British Open on, you know, first thing as we roll out of the rack. So it can't be all that bad, but what we want to talk with you about, of course, is primarily football recruiting as it relates to the Alabama Crimson Tide and the upcoming 2022 haul. And we haven't talked in a couple of weeks, but last we spoke, we updated a list that you had posted for us there on the website, five potential commitments, five who might commit next to Alabama for this 2022 cycle. And so We'll start back there, Hank, and I wanted to ask you, is there a guy or two that you had on that list a couple of weeks ago that maybe you feel more, even more confident in, or at least as confident in, in terms of being next up on Alabama's commitment list? And is there maybe a guy or two that perhaps you've seen your confidence shrink a little bit when it comes to those five? Well, a guy I feel most confident about is Antonio Kite, and so that, that, no, but uh, he committed on <laughs> July fourth. But um, we'll give you that one. Yeah, <laughs> um, I actually, you know, the, the list of five we put out. Uh, it's funny because whenever I feel like whenever I do these five who could commit next uh, that day or the next day, like four kids will announce decision dates, or you know, it's, it always shuffles immediately after you do those kind of lists. But with this one in particular, we put out on. July 1st. Um, I, I feel, I still feel really good about all five that I put on the list. You know, obviously we saw Antonio kite, um, commit on July 4th. Um, I put this out before Jeremiah Alexander announced his intentions to announce a decision on July 8th. So obviously we saw that go Bama's way. And then we saw Bama really, uh, we saw Bama offer Kobe Prentice and, and really pick up steam in that recruitment as well after this list came out. So those were two guys that could certainly or, you know, especially Alexander, but Kobe Prentice, another guy turning to Bama. Um, but beyond that, you know, the guys on the list, Dane Shore, Jake Pope, Omari Kelly, Tyler Booker. Um, I, I still, you know, I still feel like Bama's in the driver's seat for all, all four of those guys. Um, you know, th- these are all guys that could could potentially make decisions in the month of July, um, if not, you know, before their senior seasons. Another guy I would add to that, Barry and Brown. 
Uh, we broke last week that he's going to make a decision in the month of August at some point. Um, and, and it looks like Ben is in really good shape there as well. But you got two offensive linemen, Dane Shore, who's announcing July 31st, Tyler Booker, who's kind of just said he'll announce when he's ready. Just a guy to, you know, always keep an eye on at this point after his official visit to to Alabama last month. So um, still feeling really good about that group I put out. Um, I think Ben is in the driver's seat for all of them. So based on some of those names, you mentioned Dane Shore, Jake Pope. Uh, you mentioned uh, Kobe Prentice is a potential flip from Maryland. We know that he is decommitted from the Terps here in recent days. Uh, by the end of the month, I'm guessing this class in terms of growth could have a continued in-state and additional uh, Georgia taste or flavor to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Ben is still hot on the trail of guys in in the state of Alabama. Um, you got guys like Kobe Prentice, guys like Justice Finkley, um, Traquan Fagans. Um, even, even, you know, it's not 2022, but a lot of 2023 talent as well. Um, but then, yeah, Dane Shore, um, offensive lineman out of the state of Georgia, um, with his commitment date set for um, July 31st. Ben got him in on his last official visit. The last weekend of June, and it, and it looks like it has the inside track for him at this point. Uh, he was also on campus for a day for his own little self-guided visit as well. But but seems like Bama's Bama's in a a good spot there. And Jake Pope, the safety from Buford, mm-hmm. uh, do we have a do we have a definitive date for him, or is that still a little bit up in the air? So I checked in on that. Um, you know, obviously we he he told us he was going to make a silent commitment and then announce a commitment. Um, late at a later date he, he he threw out august 3rd which is his mom's birthday so that's that's a date to maybe circle but um i checked in on that on on thursday and you know i was told that he, he's still taking his time not rushing it uh, even said um maybe pushing it back a little um just to make sure he's making the right decision i i don't know you know how much that means but uh he, he's still taking things slow for him uh, but with that being said, you know, Bama, North Carolina are the two schools to watch there. Um, Georgia as well is in play for, for Jake Pope. Um, but but I think Bama still um, still has the edge there coming off that official visit he took the last weekend of June. Um, you know, he, he's always talked about, you know, he, he wants to go to a school where, you know, there, there's a ton of competition and he has to really earn his spot. And, you know, that that's not going to get that more than you are at Bama. So, um, you know, I, I think that really stood out to him on his official. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see where that ends up. But he's definitely a guy we're keeping an eye on in the month of July. Wanted to ask you about running backs and tight ends before we head to the break, because, as we know, Alabama with a couple of commitments at both of those positions for the 2022 cycle already, Le'Veon Moss, Emmanuel Sanders at running back, Elijah Brown, Amari Nyblack at the tight end position. But in keeping up with the coverage, yours, site publisher Tim Watts, I don't get the sense Alabama is at least done from a standpoint of either contingency plans and or just continuing to try to upgrade at both those spots. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if, if you have guys visiting, especially at the running back position, you know, you got a guy like Le'Veon Moss that that committed to Alabama, but he, he's still keeping his ears open to other schools. He took two other official visits in the month of June. Um, he was at Ole Miss. I think he went to Mississippi State as well for a visit. So he's looking around, you know, he hasn't shown any signs of outside of visiting elsewhere. He hasn't shown any signs of actually wavering. But, you know, you know, if, if you have a guy looking around, you got to keep looking around. We saw Bama host 
several running backs on official visits um, beyond um, Le'Veon Moss after his commitment. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Henderson, I don't think there's any concern there. He was at Bama every weekend. He, he's he's pretty locked in with Alabama. But, you know, we saw them host Branson Robinson, who's another guy that's making a decision here in a couple or I think next week. I keep it's crazy to me. It's already mid-July. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, he he's between Bama, Georgia, maybe some Tennessee in there. Uh, I, th- I think he's leaning Georgia, but Bim is in play there. Had him on an official visit. We saw Nicholas Singleton, another official visitor last month. He committed to Penn State earlier this month. Um, you know, I, I think he's he's pretty solid there. But, you know, who, who knows if, if he keeps his ears open. George Petaway is an interesting one to watch. Um, I think he, he didn't get down to Tuscaloosa in June, but um, has a really close relationship with Robert Gillespie. He was actually trending to North Carolina when Robert Gillespie was there. Um, and, and they have a really tight bond, you know, maybe if Bama makes a push for him, that could be one to watch. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it doesn't seem like they're, they're really slowing up, um, talking to guys, another one, Trevor Etienne, Travis Etienne's little brother out of Jennings, Louisiana. Um, and, and, you know, we'll, we'll see where they go from there. And then the tight end position, you know, that was one we circled as, as a, as a need area earlier this cycle. And we kind of looked at, we broke down what the needs were for the class of 2022, we saw them at Elijah Brown, saw them at Amari Nyblack. Um, and, you know, another guy we're keeping a close eye on is is Jaleel Skinner, um, who has been in his top five and, and is a guy that took an official visit to Tuscaloosa last month and, and is uh, and is really close with the staff and, and, you know, has been a pretty big target for them as well. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, do they do they pick him up, have three tight ends? I guess Amari Nyblack, you could consider more of an athlete, but um, certainly an area that they're, they're working to address in the class of uh, 2022. Going to take a quick break here on the Bama Online Podcast. When we come back, we'll talk five-star ceiling for Alabama in this 2022 class, especially after seven, a historic seven five-stars joined the Crimson Tide in the 2021 cycle. We'll talk the return of fall visits on campuses around college football and how maybe those weekends are shaping up for the Alabama football team. And the Alabama assistant set up for a big finish in the recruiter rankings. All that and more when the Bama Online Podcast returns right after this. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Back with more of the Bama Online podcast, Travis Ryer, alongside BOL recruiting analyst Hank South. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the Bama Online podcast? Simple, free, easy as a click or two. And if you wouldn't mind, we would certainly appreciate a rating and a review while you're there. So, Hank, let's talk five stars because Alabama, with the commitment recently of Jeremiah Alexander, with three five-stars, Jeremiah Alexander, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite Rankings, Alabama's highest-rated commitment to date for 2022. But, man, you consider the work done in a literally a class for all time, on paper at least, for 2021. And you think about, can this Alabama effort this time around 
perhaps at least match the seven five stars from a year ago. Again, understanding the trio of five stars already committed, kind of outline the scenario that you think could or maybe needs to take place if Alabama is going to get to that absurd number from a cycle ago. Yeah, you know, it's well within reach. And, you know, I mean, I saying a lot, add four more five stars. I mean, that that's that's a huge feat. Um, obviously, rankings aren't done. You know, they're going to be adjusted throughout senior seasons, kids will rise, kids will fall. Um, but if you go down the list of guys that are currently composite 24 seven sports or 24 seven sports composite five stars, I mean, it's, it, it seems almost they could exceed seven just with the guys that are in play for it. I'm not trying wow. to like get anyone too excited, but, uh, you know, Walter Nolan, um, a guy that could absolutely end up in crimson, um, has been in his top five, um, set his official visit. I know we'll talk about fall visits in a little bit, but set his official visit for later this year to Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, to, I mean, just got, I'm just naming guys that are in the mix for um, Damani Jackson, the USC commitment that'll be back in Tuscaloosa later. Um, Zach Rice, the five-star tackle from Virginia. Um, Denver Harris, a guy that's you know likely leading to Alabama at this point, in my opinion. Um, five-star corner from Houston. Um, you you keep going down the list. You got Jeremiah Alexander. Um, Omari Abor, uh, a guy that's probably trending to Bama, a five-star defensive lineman out of Duncanville, Texas. Um, Bear Alexander, a guy that probably is leading to A&M at this point, but um, took an official visit, spoke really highly of, of, of the Crimson Tide. Then Evan Stewart, the five-star receiver. So, I mean, all those guys, you can absolutely make an argument for ending up at Alabama, which, you know, what would that be? eight or nine at that point. I know, you know, a lot of has to happen, has to fall in place, but um, you know, it, it's well within reach. I'm, I'm not predicting that at this point. Um, and again, r- rankings are, are going to change, but um, it just goes to show um, the Bama ha- has a very good shot. And, you know, I, I, I don't think they'll match 2021 in terms of overall score, just with the amount of commitments they were able to take and, and uh, the highly rated guys they had, but it, it'll certainly be in contention for another number one class. Um, and I didn't mention Devin Campbell as well, the five-star interior offensive lineman that's also has Bama in his top group so and there's others other guys that have mentioned Bama or you know considered Bama at one point or another but those are kind of the main ones in that five-star range right now that we're following so based on the number of signees that maybe you're anticipating Alabama having for 2022 it could be maybe even more impressive uh, as far as the ratio of five stars to total commitments from a year ago yeah, absolutely. Because if you look at it, you know, obviously, you know, Bama, what they had 28 commitments in 2021 or over 25. And, you know, they were all very highly rated. It was the highest rating per commit average as well. So that was even kind of more of an impressive feat to have that many commitments and have that high of a rating. But if you're able to secure a number one class and, you know, only take 23 or 24 guys, I mean, that that's a pretty impressive feat as well. So Bama could certainly go back to back with uh, pretty two, two pretty stellar classes. You talked about the sort of upcoming schedule for guys like Walter Nolan and how this fall might unfold for some of those elite prospects. And it is the return of fall visits, something we certainly did not have uh, on college campuses a year ago for college football teams. How are those weekends shaping up for Alabama specifically at this point? Yeah, so far the big weekend is LSU. You know, that November 6th weekend, um I'm pulling up the list right now, but we just spoke about Walter Nolan. Um 
one obviously the top defensive lineman in the country. I'm trying to find the official visitors link. Here it is. Oh, clicked on the wrong thing. Anyway, he set his official visit for uh, for November 6th that weekend. He'll be joining guys like uh, Earl Little, one of the top defensive back targets. Alabama has Marvin Jones, uh, top defensive line target, both from South Florida. Zion Branch, who's a, a four-star safety from Bishop Gorman out in Las Vegas. Um, he's a guy to watch. And then I know Brennan Thompson, at least – at last check, Brennan Thompson, that the speedy wide receiver from uh, the Panhandle of Texas, he was planning to be out there for uh, for the um, LSU game as well. So that's kind of the the big weekend. Obviously, you know we're going to see kids every weekend on visits, but um, we really, you know, as far as official visits go, we saw a good chunk of Bama's top targets that June 18th and yeah. June 25th weekend knock yeah. out their official visits. So uh, maybe not as many official visits, but um, certainly, certainly. Um, you know, guys will be on campus. Um, they'll, they'll be lingering official visits and, you know, guys that are, they're pushing for later uh, that, that we'll see in town guys that went on official visits that are returning for unofficial visits. Uh, but right now that LSU game is really the only uh, weekend we've concerned, confirmed some big names for. June was nuts. Just an absolute cross section of so many different things coming into play, both with 2022, even, at one point, the anticipation of a certain 2021 that was still out there at the time. And, of course, looking ahead to 2023 and beyond. As we look at the staff for Alabama, as you go over the back half of what Alabama still has to let, has left as far as this 2022 cycle is concerned, give us the Alabama assistant right now that you look at and think, has the best chance for a really big finish in the 24 seven sports composite recruiter rankings. Yeah, I'm between two guys. Um, and right now, you know, you're sitting there looking at the top 10 Pete Golding with four commitments is at number nine. Um, having a really good showing in the class of 2022. He'll have a good chance to, to finish out the class strong. You got guys like Shaz Preston, the four, there's a bunch of receivers in the state of Louisiana. Bama's recruiting, whether it be Shaz Preston, Kendrick law, Aaron Anderson, all those guys would probably boost him higher into the top 10. Not sure how long that would hold him there, but certainly a guy that, that, you know, we haven't seen in this territory in terms of recruiter ranking, but the guy I'm circling the most, and we've talked about him here on the podcast several times is Freddie Roach. You know, I, I think he has a, a really good opportunity sitting there right now at number 40. Um, you know, he, he recently added, Jeremiah Alexander, so that was his biggest recruit of all time that he's he's uh, been the area recruiter for. Uh, but, you know, you look at the guys he has left that he's working on, whether it be Walter Nolan, um, you know, other defensive line targets. He's he's taken over that Birmingham area. So, you know, he's got guys like Justice Finkley, um, you know, beyond that, plenty, plenty of big targets. Freddie Roach um, is in on and leading the charge for in the class of 2022. So, you know, I could certainly see him being a guy that that boosts his stock into that top 10, you know, where, we, where we've typically seen in recent years, you know, Charles Kelly, Carl Scott. Um, those, those kind of guys finish in that range. But I think this is the year we see Freddie Roach really crack into that, that top group. Well, Hank, we'll let you get back to the, uh, British open. If you're not, I'm probably <laughs> watching enough of it for both of us. You're a Jordan Spieth guy though. So yeah. you'll have some interest this, yeah. uh, this Friday afternoon. I was really enjoying the, uh, the Bryson DeChambeau driver drama on Thursday as well. That was fun. <laughs> How about the clap back? From the poker <laughs> I know, right? Loved it. Not taking yeah. any of it. <laughs> I mean, it's bad when it's to the point when we're talking about a top 10 player in the world and it's like his club 
manufacturers is to the point where fire us too, just like the caddy, <laughs> you know, we're all ready to go. You know, uh, Bryson will, Bryson will end up in that workshop of his somewhere. It's probably <laughs> like a bunker, you know, building right. his own clubs. That's yeah. what we're on the precipice of. I think with Bry, I think he's sure. about to just get into the club building business for himself and probably carry his own bag, you know, sure. before it's all said and done. Yeah, I saw him come out with that Instagram apology. So he was walking it back real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's tough when, you know, Cobra's probably paying him in excess of a mil a year to swing a golf club. And, uh, you know, he's kind of throwing his club under the, the, the bus there right. uh, at the British Open, if you didn't see that. But uh, I'll say this about Bryson it, it never gets stale. It never no. gets old. You just, Very true. You're going to get something with him just about every week. <laughs> ah, and we get a lot from Hank South here just about every week on the Bama Online Podcast. Again, if you haven't subscribed, a subscription to the Bama Online Podcast would be greatly appreciated. A rating and a review while you're there would be helpful as well. And, of course, you want to hang out with us all the time at BamaOnline.com. Right there on the round table is where you need to post up the premium message board of choice for Crimson Tide fans around the world. For Hank Sal, Travis Schreier, thanking you once again for joining us here on the pod. Thanks, Hank. Appreciate it, Travis. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.